Lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Catch the Three Tailgaters Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoville. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All Plumbing Services, 985-809-1270. All Plumbing Services, Ice's Master Plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Ice's Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyEbert's.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and 
welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Join us on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, we're now on threads. And of course, the podcast of this program can be found at everywhere anchor spotify our home base we're on all podcasting platforms just search inside new orleans show and you'll be able to find that pretty easily this week on the award-winning inside new orleans sports we'll have richie mills of wgno tv sports and lenny van gilder of crestcitysports.com both those gentlemen will join us on the program thursday our live broadcast on wla tv at 1 p.m then here come the rebroadcast. Set your DVR. You'll never miss the program. Uh, 6 p.m. on LE every Thursday night. 10 o'clock on the Deuce. SWLA TV 2. Friday night on Pelican Sports Television statewide at 9 p.m. 10 o'clock on the Deuce. SWLA TV 2. Uh, 10 o'clock on WLA TV. Pardon me. On the Deuce at Saturday at uh, 2 a.m. And then on back on Pelican Sports Television at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. All right. So we got you covered on that. Uh, also, again, um, Remind everybody about um, our guest list today. Uh, as usual, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports will join us at 435. Christopher Dotson of Clutch Points will talk Pelicans at 515. And then we'll uh, finish up uh, with Mike Scarborough of TigerBeat.com talking Tigers at uh, 535 this afternoon. So we've got a lot to get into on the program today. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. It doesn't matter where you live. Anywhere in the sound of my voice, Burkhardt can take care of you. We're kind of in that, um, you know, uh, I guess when you look at the changing of the season somewhat, right? We're still going to have some cool weather, uh, especially on the North Shore. You'll probably be using your heater still. Uh, But again, we're going to have beautiful week all week long, 70s, which means the air conditioner is probably going to be on in your house. Okay, so... Uh, if you're having issues with the air conditioning system or the heating system, my friends at Burkhardt are there to repair it for you. 15 trucks to the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Only doing the work that stands is truly a company you can trust, a company I've trusted for decades. And if you're in the market for a new system, allow Burkhardt to give you a price. If you're not getting the type of service you deserve from the air conditioning company you are presently using, why don't you try mine? Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Promise.com. All right, let's get into it. A lot to get into uh, again in this first um, half hour of the program. Pelicans back on the court on uh, Thursday. They're tw- uh, 33 and 22. They're tied for fifth with the Suns. Now, the Suns have a 1 0 um, uh, record on them right now in terms of, again, the uh, head to head season record. So Technically, the Pelicans are in sixth place, but they both have the same record. Suns have, have beat them in their, their only game they played. They have, there's 27 games left on the schedule. And as I mentioned, they're back in action on Thursday for a three-game homestand. Um, Houston on on Thursday, a back-to-back with, with, again, Friday versus Miami in the Smoothie King Center. And then Sunday against Chicago uh, well, to end that three-game home game, uh, that three-game uh, uh, homestand. Now, these are three winnable games, okay? Three games they should win. Uh, and, and as I've said it over and over again, this is the sprint to the finish. This is where you find out where the pretenders and the contenders are in, in, the, in the last part of this NBA season because this is where, again, the contenders pull it together. This is where, again, they, they, they buckle down and, and they get ready for, the, again, the upcoming playoffs. Um, Dyson Daniels is out for at least a month, pro- probably more after meniscus surgery. Um, the Pels are poised now to, for a run in a 50-win season. 
okay? Winning the Southwest Division and staying out of the play-in tournament, which is going to be huge for this team. Um, now, no word on if the Pelicans are going to be in the buyout market, but it kind of seems unlikely now. Uh, they, they signed Robinson Earl to the, to the final roster spot uh, while still staying, again, uh, under the luxury tax threshold, uh, which is, again, where we thought they would be. Um, there are some players out there. It just doesn't look like the Pels are going to be buyers in the buyout market this time around. So, again, we'll see, again, how that works out. Uh, but the Pels, again, uh, are, are in a really good spot right now. Uh, 11 games over 500, uh, playing really good basketball. Uh, and, again, losing a player that is a pretty good player in Dyson Daniels, especially on the defensive end. And this, the, the, the thing that, that worries me about this is um, because I think Najee Marshall can come in, Alvarado can come in, and, and, and can, can utilize his minutes. But him as a, as a player, as a young player growing, uh, this hurts his progress some. You know, look, he is already one of the better defenders in the NBA. As a very young, as a very young player, uh, he's got to get stronger around the basket, and that and again, much like we saw with Trey Murphy last year, uh, you got to get in that weight room. You got to get a little stronger, so he's able to finish around the basket. Uh, is a, a true point guard? Uh, he's more of a combo guard, uh, but a guy again that you you cannot discount again what he does on the defensive end for this team. Uh, and, of course, we know defense is kind of the engine for this team. It really gets everything going on the offensive end, really, again, for the team itself. So he will be a loss. But remember, you know, as you get closer to the playoffs, you, you got to believe that Willie Green, based on what we've seen before, in the past, is going, is going to shrink his um, uh, his bench. Uh, he's not going to play as many players, even though this is one of the deepest teams in the NBA. And maybe Dyson Daniels would have been the odd man out with him now going out with the injury. It seems less likely for him to be in that rotation when they get into the playoffs. But we'll see how that works out. Um, as far as the Saints go, uh, some really good news on the salary cap front. Okay, uh, this is a, this is a, again a reports that are out there right now that say that the NFL salary cap is expected to rise to as much as 250 million. Uh, in the upcoming season. Now, it was thought that the cap was going to be set at about $243 million. Uh, but after negotiations between the league and the NFL Players Association, that cap, cap number uh, is going to rise from $224.8 million last year to, to, again, the number that's being bantered about right now, $250 million this season. Now, what does that mean for the Saints? Well, any, any expansion of the cap is a good thing for the Saints uh, because of the way they, they uh, again, manipulate the cap. Now again, there was supposed to be 82 to 84 million uh, that was supposed to be trimmed from the uh, from the roster in terms of salary caps for salary cap space. That looks like it'll probably be around 75 million now, 75 million. So we'll see again how that works out. But let me just say this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I talked about it throughout the season, right? When when you talk about where the Saints are and what what they're doing and again the, the the years of trying to manipulate the cap to be able to win one more super bowl while uh, Peyton uh, and Breeze were here and that did that did not come to fruition and now they're bargain basement shoppers they just are okay um now they chose Carl last year who seemed to be again the best of what was out there uh that is still up for for debate and conjecture based on what he did last season um they are going to re, they are going to restructure his thirty million dollar cap figure for this year, to open up cap space, which means they're going to be tied to him for at least another season, or two, probably two. 
uh, depending on, again, how he performs. Um, you know, we, we're seeing this overhaul of the offensive uh, coaching staff because of Derek Carr in a lot of cases. You know, trying to be able to, again, make sure that that signing uh, doesn't blow up in their face as it kind of did in the first part of the season. He played better the back end of the season. Well, I think we'll all admit that, but not the player that we thought he was going to be uh, in this quote-unquote Peyton offense. Now, we'll see again what's going to happen under the new offensive coordinator. And again, what what we're going to see uh, in, in terms of uh, Clint Kubiak and the type of offense he's going to run. Is it going to be the Niner offense as we believe it's going to be? Is it going to be a hybrid of his dad's offense and, and, and the um, Niner offense? Remember, he's only with the Niners for a year. Okay? Uh, we'll find out more, I'm sure, uh, in, in the coming days and weeks on that. But as far as, again, the Saints going out there making a splash, I think we saw it last year, right? They needed defensive tackle help. What have I been saying all season long? Okay? And what did I say when they signed Saunders and Shepard? What did I say? I said, these guys are coming off their best years as a pro, but they were backups on their teams, both the Jets and the, and the, and the Chiefs. Now, can they bottle that, bring it to New Orleans, and, and, and play at a high level as a starter? And they couldn't. They, they, they are serviceable players at the defensive tackle position, but they are who they are. They're backups. They're guys that you have in your rotation. They're not going to blow anybody away in the NFL. And they didn't. And that's, what again, what you get with the New Orleans Saints uh, in, a, in a post-Breeze era in terms of the salary cap right now, in terms of their ability to be able to go out there and sign big-time players. So don't get your hopes up. Again, they're bargain basement shoppers in free agency. Now, what's the need? Offensive linemen and defensive linemen. What were they? They're at a premium in free agency. Okay, you got to pay big money to bring in offensive defensive linemen, quality offensive defensive linemen, instant impact defense and offensive linemen. That's why, again, most teams, again, draft those players and, and they cultivate those players, they grow those players within their system. We see it over and over again. Talked about it, right? Saints salary cap, the issues, the way they manipulate the cap. They're, again, they're having issues holding on to their players when they get to their second contract. Teams are outbidding them for the players that, they, again, that they have grown, homegrown within their system. It's an issue. It's a huge issue for this team. It can't continue. It's not sustainable. You can't be bringing in undrafted free agents to take the place of, of again, players where you're expected for them to take the next step and, and, and to be, again, either starters or, again, big-time contributors to your team in their second contract. We've seen it. We've seen it over and over again. Another area that I think that they need to upgrade, and this is an area I think they could upgrade in free agency because there's not as much of a premium on this position, is linebacker. Devin White is an unrestricted free agent. I've talked about him before on this program. Love Devin White. Want Devin White to be a New Orleans Saint. And again, with Demario Davis's age, you never know when a guy's going to fall off the cliff when it, when it comes to, again, father time. And then, of course, the health of Pete Werner. You would love to see Devin White in a New Orleans Saints uniform. Again, he would be an incredible linebacker for this team. Okay? But, as expected, Saints are probably not going to, again, be in the market for any of the top 50 free agents in the NFL. That's just the way it is. Okay? Saints will wait for the market to stabilize. 
and then they're going to go after other teams' backup while trying to re-sign their own free agents if they can. So we'll see again how this works out. Only got a few weeks until, again, free agency opens. Again, free agency will be the precursor to the Saints draft, where, again, they are devoid of top picks. That's why you're hearing all this conversation about maybe trading law on Marshawn Lattimore. You know, what can you get for him at this point? Can you get a top pick? And then, you know, will, again, that other team accept what's left on, on, on his bonus? It's a lot of lot of, uh, of, of technical stuff that's going to have to go on behind the scenes before that can happen. So we'll see if that even happens. And then, are you really willing to give get rid of your, your number one cornerback? You know, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, uh, this, the, the, this thing about this culture, and I've said this before, to me, this is about offloading the players who have the cachet in the locker room who can speak up for a minute about what they've been saying that has been going wrong within, within this locker room, and not with the players, but with the coaching staff, okay, with the coaching staff. So you're going to tell me, see you later, Kamara, see you later, Lattimore. I get the Michael Thomas deal. He has, again, tried to, tried to successfully burn his bridge here in New Orleans. But you're going to try to get rid of your bigger, better players and, again, eat salary cap space? Have more dead money on the books? Why? Because they've been vocal? Because you made a mistake as a front office of hiring Dennis Allen? And then you tried to rectify that mistake over the last two seasons by getting rid of last year, the entire defensive staff, this year, the entire offensive staff, and keeping the one common denominator, Dennis Allen? Come on, man. To me, I have respect for those players for speaking out because, again, they are the leaders in the locker room. You see, when you walked in the door, Dennis Allen, you kept talking about, again, the leadership in the locker room and how they had great leaders. But now when the leaders turn on you and say, you're not doing something right, now there are issues, now they're a problem? Can't have it both ways. That goes for Loomis and also Dennis Allen. Can't have it both ways. Can't have, a again, a locker room where you're expecting the leaders in the locker room to, to be able to do what the coach is supposed to do, which, again, is lead, right? Discipline the players, keep the locker room together. Peyton didn't come in and ask the, the, his leaders to do that. First of all, he laid out a culture. And then there was a buy-in to the culture. And then you had somebody like Drew Brees that, again, that bought into the culture and then, again, you know, passed that gospel along to the rest of the, uh, of, of the team. And, again, it, 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 there was a buy-in, and that turned into a championship. And then, of course, the culture was outstanding. But now the culture sucks. Why? Because those, those seasoned veterans who know what winning looks like, who knows what, again, what, what, what a great culture looks like, what, what, again, great coaching looks like, had a problem. Obviously, it was something they, they, they were right because you got rid of the defensive staff last year, you got rid of the offensive staff this year. But you just don't want them being vocal. So you're willing to eat cap room to get rid of two players, three, if you want to count Michael Thomas, because they were vocal because, again, they were vocalizing what the rest of the players couldn't say because of their tenure, because of their leadership, and because of the type of money they're making and the dead money that it would take to get rid of them. No, I, I, again, I, I, again, listen to what they say rather than, than again, uh, the media types who are only, again, mimicking and, 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 and giving you the company line. That's just me. That's just me. Saints have signed uh, former Ravens assistant wide receiver coach Keith Williams uh, as their new new uh, wide receiver coach that had been rumored for a couple weeks. 
Uh, he coached at Tulane between 2012 and 2014, so he's familiar with New Orleans. Uh, he'll be coming here and, again, taking over the wide receivers, uh, again, for Cody Burns, who was fired. I do want to shift gears for a moment uh, before we uh, head to the bottom of the hour and talk to Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sport about, Sports, about what's happening with the Saints and the rest of the um, sports world here in the city, to talk about the, the um, legislative session, the special session that's going on up in the legislature right now. We've been talking about this program for a while. Look, I made it very clear. I did not vote for, for Governor Jeff Landry. Uh, again, um, we disagree from an, uh, from, uh, on, on some of uh, his points from an ideology, uh, ideology standpoint. Um, I agree with, again, some of the things that, that, that he believes in. I don't agree with some of the other things he believes in. And I made that pretty clear going into this. But one thing I do agree is, again, the focus on crime, the focus on economic development, the focus of, again, stopping, again, our young people from out-migrating from this, from this state. These are all huge issues for this state going forward. And also, finally, again, saying it loudly so everyone can hear it, that New Orleans is the economic engine for the state. I agree with Governor Landry on all those points. And I'm hoping that, again, over the next four to eight years, he'll be able to make a difference, especially in those areas. Those are huge, huge for our state. But as much anticipated legislative special, special session on crime began yesterday. It's a seven-day, 17-day special session that's targeted on making the three largest cities in the state of Louisiana safe. Shreveport, Baton Rouge, and New Orleans. Now, some believe that this is, a, this is all about rolling back bipartisan criminal justice reforms that were passed during the Edwards administration. And look, maybe it is. But the bottom line is, Citizens need to feel safe again. Period. The end. Forget the politics of this. People need to be feel safe again. I can't speak for Shreveport. I have been there. I have not been there since Katrina. Okay. Well documented. Three months in, in, a, in a campground in North Louisiana. Shreveport was the biggest city. We visited that city. I can't. I can't speak to Shreveport. I can't speak to Baton Rouge. But in my city, we need help. We need help in New Orleans. The new state trooper presence in the city is a start. There's, again, helping a depleted, inexperienced New Orleans police department fight city in this, fight, fight crime in this city. That's a huge start, for, again. And I think Landry gets that. Okay? I may not agree with all his political stances, but I do agree that Governor Landry, unlike, unlike Edwards and Jendel before him, needs to make New Orleans and the safety of the residents, visitors, and, and tourists a priority. And it looks like he is. And if that means rolling back reforms from the Edwards administration, I say so be it. So be it. If that means making juveniles accountable for the violent crimes they commit, I'm all for changing the age where a juvenile can be tried in adult court to 17. I have no issue with that. I'm not opposed that if you commit, a, a again, an adult crime, you should be tried as an adult and be placed in an adult system. And the public should also have the right to know information about a juvenile if they're committing violent crimes. These are all on the agenda. I'm not opposed to expanding executions, execution methods, we need to start executing violent criminals in the state again. Okay? 
I have no issue with changes to, to good time or parole opportunities for repeat violent offenders. They need to be in jail, not back on the streets terrorizing innocent citizens. Again, I'm checking that box too. Now, ask me, who would be opposed to increasing penalties for carjacking? Okay, I'm not. Are you? By the way, that bill passed in committee today. That bill passed in committee today. We need stronger deterrence, which means, again, stiffer penalties for violent criminals and making it tougher on violent criminals to get out of jail. And that's something I'm in fa- also in favor of. Now, I have no, I have no issue also with the deal between the, the governor, the attorney general, and, and the New Orleans District Attorney Jason Williams to allow the state to come in and to be able to prosecute state trooper arrested in Orleans Parish. Got no problem with it at all, okay? No issue. Now, by the way, think about this. Landry is the first governor in a long time to publicly recognize that New Orleans is the economic engine of the state. In a long time. And his focus on making New Orleans safe is a great thing. It's a great. How could anyone but the criminals be against what he's trying to do? Criminals are younger. They're more violent. They're more brazen. At any point in my lifetime, and it's not just in the state's largest cities. It's also in our small towns as well. The violence and the criminal activity is spilling over into the suburbs and the exurbs as well. I mean, look, I want to feel safe again when I go into New Orleans for, for a game, for dinner, to see a show, to have a cocktail, to go to a festival. I want to walk downtown again in the quarter without looking over my shoulder or have to deal with the gutter punks or the riffraff that we're seeing, okay? And again... The administration here in the city of New Orleans, going back to Nagan, to Landrew, to now Cantrell, has failed us. They've allowed this to to proliferate. I want to save city once again. And the future of our state, our city, depends on the reality and the perception that New Orleans is once again safe to live, work, and play. So I got no problem with the direction the governor's going in. And this is not just for tourism or big events. But if we, again, if we are truly to diversify our economy, okay, to make New Orleans a place where companies want to come again, we have to be a safe place to live and raise a family. Look, I have no idea whether Governor Landry's plan is going to work or not. But at least he's making the safety of citizens and, and, and New Orleans is an economic engine of the state, a priority. And I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. I got so many people, friends and family, that, again, that own businesses in the city, that own businesses in the, in, in, in the suburb and exurbs. I got people that, again, that, that, that want to see New Orleans be great again, that, that want to see this as a safe city once again, that want to be able to go in again and enjoy New Orleans. They would like to go in and live in New Orleans, in, in, within Orleans Parish again. And don't think again that just because it's Orleans Parish that, that again, that, that's, that everything is centered there in terms of crime. Because, again, even the, the crime there ekes into the suburbs and exurbs. And we see this all the time. So this is an issue for all of us. Those that live in the suburbs and the exurbs, those that live in the small towns, the parish, small parishes, not just the three major cities of New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Shreveport. But the emphasis on, on, again, cleaning up crime in New Orleans, diversifying our economy, making, making again, 
making this place safe, a place a place where companies want to come and and people want to domicile once again is huge. And for the governor to again make this a priority by making this a special session about crime, I got no issue with it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm all for it. So hopefully it works. And hopefully, again, we're going to see this become a, a major deterrent to those who are getting involved in criminal activity and feel at the same time there's no penalties for what they do because they're in and they're out of the revolving door of the, of the Louisiana justice system. It's a great first step. It's a great first step for this city. It's a great step for, first step for this region. And it's a great first step for this state. And I may not have voted for him, but I'm 100% behind Governor Landry and his agenda on crime. Let's hope it makes a difference. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We take a quick break. We come back. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, is our guest. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Don't miss huge savings on better sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. For a limited time, shop in store to score a Sleepy's Queen mattress for only $89.99. That's over 60% off and the lowest price ever. So hurry in today. This deal is only here while supplies last. Well, as we move through Terrytown, Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Whitney Avenue and O'Keefe Ave. Watch out for heavy delays. We have stop and go traffic in that area. Also, working with Road Construction, South Claiborne Ave, eastbound between Louisiana Avenue and 3rd Street, reducing the roadway to two lanes. Also, making our way 10, going eastbound from 610 Franklin Ave and moving towards Diamond Road. Look out for slow traffic in that area. From the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center, I'm Jones. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit jpsojobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is hiring. We're looking for a Louisiana licensed funeral director and a bilingual receptionist. Email your resume to info at nofcs.com. Again, that's info at nofcs.com. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM. Join us on our program now. He's with us each and every week. Sean Lozano of Fox 8 Sports. Sean, how you doing, bud? I'm doing doing all right. How are you? Doing fine, Sean. Thanks for being with us as always. Before we get started, why don't you tell the folks about your fantastic blog, of course, your great podcasts, and all the great programming over at Fox 8 Sports. Yeah, tonight we have our Fox 8 Overtime Show at 1035. Thursday, the final bet. And then Sunday, the final play at 1035 as well. Our podcast, the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast, had one yesterday. You can find out wherever you get your podcasts or our Fox 8 Overtime YouTube channel. And then follow me on social media at Sean Fazan Fox Eight on X slash Twitter. So that that should cover it all. And Mr. Fazan is with us each and every um, every every Tuesday here on the program at this time. Sean, uh, the um, looks like the uh, NCAA has come up with the format for the twelve team college football playoff. The five highest ranked conference champions, seven at large bids, um, uh, will be part of this uh, twelve team playoff. Uh, your thoughts on the format? Well, I think it had to happen. I think at some point it was going to get expanded. And obviously last year with the controversy involving Florida State, despite the fact that, you know, given the way that playoff turned out, they probably got the right four teams in. I mean, Florida State going undefeated was certainly deserving of extending their season into the postseason. But nonetheless, it was on its way to happening anyway. And, uh, look, I think it's more football. Uh, it's more competitive football. Uh, it's a um, a more – I guess a more difficult journey to get to the national championship. Mm -hmm. And it also gives a few more teams hope of getting to a national championship. So look, we get more football, more college football, big time college football. So I think it's, uh, I can't complain about it. I think it's actually a good development for college football. 
so, so do I. And of course, the quarterfinals in 2024, uh, the Sugar, the Fiesta, the Peach, and the Rose will be part of that. The semifinals will be held at the Orange and the Cotton Bowl, and the national championship is set for the Oregon uh, uh, for Atlanta uh, on on January the 20th, 2025. There was a lot of worry about maybe the Sugar Bowl maybe being edged out as part of that New mm-hmm. Year's Six uh, 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 bowl package. Again, hopefully that is that is not going to happen. Um, any any thoughts on that one way or the other? Again, look, it's an arms race right now. Yeah. You know, other cities are jumping in this. And, look, Las Vegas is not even in the mix yet. You know eventually they probably will be. Yeah, and there's a lot of new stadiums out there. And, obviously, the Superdome, they're doing their best to keep it updated. Um, and, obviously, uh, they'll, they'll have that finished, obviously, or most of it finished uh, by next year, obviously, with the Super Bowl. But um, I'm glad New Orleans is still in the mix. And, obviously, next year is going to be a big year when you talk about the semifinal uh, or quarterfinal of the college football playoff and then obviously uh the super bowl in february of 2025 so certainly a good thing to keep them in the mix uh both the super bowl and the college football playoff it like you said it is an arms race and we know what talks when it comes to the arms race and hopefully uh new orleans uh, is still viewed as an attractive destination because there is a lot as much as sometimes i complain about the city eric there's still mm-hmm. a lot to love about the city in terms of uh a visitor place hospitality proximity logistics it really is, and I go to a lot of these big cities mm-hmm. to go to these games. Obviously, I travel uh, with the Saints to different stadiums, and I, and I sure. see the best and worst uh, of the, the travel and the logistics. You don't really understand um, how convenient it is here until you go to some other spots. And you have to, I, I can recall, I don't want to go too far off the side here, but when I was sure. in Miami for the Super Bowl, how far we had to drive every day to go cover yep. uh, practice from where we were staying at. And this is not the case here in the world. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, again, another one, another city that's going to be coming online very soon with a new stadium, and they, they've kind of mimicked what we've done here in New Orleans is Nashville, who will probably be in the mix as well. So, I mean, again, uh, we have to continue to be able to upgrade that stadium and, and uh, you know, continue to be in the mix here. Uh, because, again, from a walkability, um, hotels, French Quarter, uh, everybody else is trying to keep up with what we're doing. The only thing, again, they may have on us is, again, maybe a more modern stadium, and we've modernized that dome as as much as we can at this point. Yep, that's just that, that, that's the direction they decided to go um, with the kind of kind of keep it up with the upgrades. There are some new stadiums. You mentioned Nashville. Nashville is a great town as well, and it, it's got that walkability, that proximity that New Orleans right. has. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'd be very curious to see. It'd be very interesting to see. Uh, how how quickly they work themselves into the mix with a brand new stadium and a in a, in a great city as well, in the city of Nashville as well. No doubt, uh, Sean. Let's talk a little bit about um, um, the the additions to the Saints coaching staff. They've they've uh, again announced, uh, or at least it's been reported now that they've got a new wide receiver coach, uh, formerly of the, again the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the offensive staff looks like it's coming together. Uh, any thoughts? Well, it's an interesting staff, uh, one that seems to have a nice mix of, uh, of veteran and also kind of young, new-age uh, type guys. You have guys in their 50s and 60s and guys in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kubiak himself is 36 or 37 years old. The quarterback's coach is 35, 36 years old. But you also have some guys that have been around the block and have you know worked with the Kubiak family, not just Clint Kubiak, but obviously his dad in the Shanahan tree mm-hmm. as well. And you also have a couple guys that don't really have a direct connection to Kubiak that seems to be – is something that sort of interests him, obviously, with Keith Williams. I don't think there was a direct connection between he uh, and Kubiak, but obviously he's got uh, some skins on the wall. He did some great work in Baltimore, and obviously he's, a, from what I understand, a personal uh, wide receivers coach for uh, for Tyreek Hill. So obviously you see what he's done over the last couple of seasons. And the Saints have a player that fits that mold. 
uh, of, of a Tyreek Hill. Not not to Tyreek Hill's status, but obviously a guy, a speedster in, in Rashid Shahid. So uh, can't complain about it yet, It's but it's a whole new look, Eric. It is a whole new look. Um, I'm so used to, to the familiarity of these guys. When I go to training camp and these practices, mm-hmm. and these assistant coaches that have been around for a while, now that's not the case, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They turned over a whole new leap with the exception of the tight ends coach. And um, we'll see how it all works itself out. But clearly there's a, a method and a, and a plan of attack and what they want their, I guess you call it their offensive identity to be and how they're going to coach these guys up to, to fit that identity. And then obviously the next phase, you got your staff in place and your identity you want to have. Now you got to identify the players you want to get because I'm not convinced everyone on this offense currently on this roster is going to fit what they want to do down in and down out. I agree with you. Uh, Keith Williams is, is the new offensive um, wide receivers coach for, for the Saints. Again, he, he was at Tulane from 2012 to 2014, mm-hmm. so he's familiar with New Orleans. No more excuses, man. You know, I mean, again, when you change the defensive staff last year and the offensive staff this year, and the o- only constant is, again, is, um, uh, is the head coach, there can be no more excuses. That's it. And I think feels like they – at least early. I mean, it's pretty early in the off season, but they've they've done their their due diligence to locate uh, a style they want, uh, a coordinator that represents that style, uh, a coveted coordinator in Clint Kubiak, or a coveted name in the assistant coaching ranks, and uh, they were able to get it. Uh, now you got to produce. Like you said, there are no more excuses. You went from seven wins two seasons ago to nine wins last year, um, but the season did not just. It, it was just a weird the way it all sort of played itself out. So it didn't leave a, a good taste in anyone's mouth as, as they got into the offseason. So now you've got to grind going forward to get back into the postseason because I think it's now or never for Dennis Allen. I just, I don't, I, I just don't see how you could sell to the fan base another season of falling short of the postseason. I, I would agree. Uh, the looks like the salary cap's going to rise to as much as two hundred fifty million from two hundred twenty four point eight million last year. They thought it was be around two forty three. Looks like two fifty now. It means the Saints will still have to trim about seventy five million off the cap, as they know they will. Uh, look. They have been bargain basement shoppers for the most part in free agency. Now, again, they made a big splash last year with Derek Carr. Uh, my guess is, again, it, it'll be the same uh, as we've seen in the past, uh, that, again, they, they'll be waiting for the, for the first wave of free agency to come through and then, and then try, to, try to pick their spots on, on ultimately where, where, who they'll bring in. My question to you is, what position do you think based on what money they will have available that they, that they may be going after? Not necessarily the player, but the positions. Well, I think they're going to end up drafting and signing offensive linemen. Uh, a, they, they have a track record of drafting offensive linemen, and B, just given what they have available and what's, uh, what, what may or may not be back next season, I think it would be in their best interest to add a veteran uh, offensive lineman, probably one with some experience in this system, Eric, probably one that has a little more – uh, that's a little season in this system, and then uh, that to probably identify who you know who that person could be. I'm sure the new offensive coordinator and offensive line coach uh, could have their eyes on that as well, and then obviously uh, the draft as well. And then look, I know these these pass rushes don't grow on trees, um, especially when it comes to free agency. But I think you could add certainly a veteran uh, D lineman as well. And look, I I am perfectly fine with the idea. Like if you're probably moving on from Michael Thomas, uh, bringing in a veteran wide receiver to help with some young guys they got at that position as well just to just to add a little experience to that room it's a talented room but it's a very young room so if you wanted to add some experience to that room at a decent rate i wouldn't be against that either um it'll be interesting to see again how 
um, active they are in free agency. Especially again, they've got some they got some compensatory picks that they've gotten uh, for this year. Now again, a lot depends on again what they do in free agency and what the players they sign. But other than that, again, uh, the, you know, not not a lot of draft picks to deal with in this upcoming draft. If you, if you take away those compensatory picks, boy, there, there's that there's that massive hole in the middle. Once you get past right. round two, you don't have a third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Eric, right. I know they don't do it. I know they don't do it, and uh, it, it just goes against their DNA. But man, if there was ever a year to to flip a few back, uh, to trade a trade a few picks back and snag right. a a third or a fourth round pick, boy, wouldn't this be the one to do it? Because I just think this team needs as many good young football players as possible, given the aging of the roster, where they currently stand in their cap situation, which they always make it work because they have to. I mean, they can't not do it. They have to be cap compliant. But I want to get as many good young football players on this roster. And when I see a first and a second, which is pretty good, two picks in the the first 45 selections, and your Mm -hmm. next one's not till. The fifth round, man, that's a that's a huge hole right there. We we can probably make a move to to potentially add another really quality football player in that third or that fourth round. So I, I would love to see that happen. I, I but I know I know it just doesn't happen with this organization. But nonetheless, if there was ever a year to me, this would be the year to, to consider that. I think that the, the mo is going into next year's picks. <laughs> you know, is what they normally would do. And and again, grab grab uh, you know trade next year's pick for a pick this year. I mean that's 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 what they've done in the past rather than mm-hmm. trading down. But yeah, I'm with you. There's a huge void there uh, because of past um, uh, deals that they've made where you know they they need young players. Uh, they don't have a lot of money under the cap, so again they're, they're kind of handcuffed in terms of free agency. But you got to you got to add to this roster somehow, upgrade it. So we'll see again how what direction they'll go uh, on, with, with again a, a coach that literally is on the hot seat, if not with the organization, especially with the fan base. Absolutely. I mean, look, you, you got to get you got to get people, you got to get players. You, you got to get quality football players on this roster on the field, Absolutely. and you got to get back to winning again. I, whatever you have to do to get that. Uh, the Saints need to need to basically just explore all options available, whether that's trading next year's pick, which I'm not a huge fan of, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. they've done it in the past, whether it's trading back, whatever the case yep. may be. Tra- I guess trading up is still like, always a possibility uh, when you're mm-hmm. talking about this team. Um, but you've got to get as many good young football players as possible on this roster. 100% agree. Sean Vazan of Fox A Sports with us for a few more minutes. Sean, Pels are 33 and 22. They're, they're tied for fifth with the Suns, but technically they're sixth because they, they then the Suns have beaten them head-to-head 1-0 in their only um, game this year. 27 games left, again, from the sprint to the finish here. Uh, they're poised for a possible 50-game season, winning the Southwest and staying out of the, out of the play-in tournament if they can continue along these lines. Uh, they got a three-game homestand with Houston, Miami, and Chicago coming in uh, mm-hmm. between now and Sunday. Your thoughts on the Pels as we go for the 27-game sprint to the finish? Yeah, well, obviously it's a big stretch, and they, 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 they seem poised to, to finish stronger than they have, obviously, in the last couple seasons because, frankly, they're knock on wood here, healthier. 27 games, I counted 18 of those against teams with a winning record, so you can kind of do the math and do your best estimation in terms of uh, where this team could potentially finish out with, you know, if they split those 27, if they win a few more, then they lose out of that 27, and they already had 33 wins. Um, I think this is a solid middle-tier playoff team. It would sure would be nice to avoid uh, that play-in situation, but if you were in that play-in situation, um, you know, it wouldn't be the – you would want to avoid that, but if, if that were to happen, certainly it is what it is. I think they'd probably land somewhere between five and that seven seed. 
Um, but I tend to agree with the sentiment out there that this is a good, solid playoff basketball team that falls a little bit short of greatness, uh, that falls a little bit short of great in terms of winning a playoff series. I would love to see them go on a tear. I would love to see them kind of figure it out to a point where you could they would be one of the, the scarier teams going into the postseason. But right. as currently constructed and the way the things kept kind of going, the way the Western Conference is stacked up, I just don't see with where they would finish if they could truly win a playoff series against anyone in that top four. But um, I guess you play the thing out and see how it happens. Do you think they end up in the top six? Do you think they end up in the play-in tournament? I, I, I think, I, yeah, I, I could see them getting into the top six and be a five or a six seed. I don't think they get that four mm-hmm. seed. Um, right. Like I said, I think it, it probably settles somewhere between five, six, or seven. I would love to see them avoid that seven seed altogether because that play-in situation, you just never know what could uh, what could happen. And that I guess it wouldn't necessarily be best of when the one and done. It would be two out of three. But nonetheless, uh, I would love to see them avoid that, that play-in tournament. So, yeah, I think they could certainly get in the top six and get that five or that six seed. Sure looks like they're not going to be in the buyout market. They, again, they signed Robinson Earl to a kind of contract. He was a two-way player. He fills that 14th spot on the roster. So I think they're going to go into the, the, the last 27 games of this season and stand pat. Your thoughts? Um, I, you know, I, that, that's the direction they chose to go. Um, there's pros and cons to it. Um, I do like the idea of, Potentially, if you're Willie Green, you know exactly what you have. There's no new blood. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you have. Now you can kind of, you know, tinker and tweak as opposed to trying to, you know, kind of infuse someone in and try to blend in and re- reestablish the chemistry, whatever the case may be. Um, I do think they lack a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of it, of playoff experience, which I think could have potentially helped down the stretch. Um, but uh, you got 27 games here to kind of figure out your best combination um, to get to the postseason. And um, we know when you get to the postseason, it's about your best players and how good are your best players playing. Uh, you know, at that time, it's not about the depth when you get into that postseason. So um, I-, I can understand why the-, the Pelicans avoided it, and we'll just see just how good they really are. Look, this kind of figuring out how good they are all together was supposed to happen last year, but it didn't happen with the injuries. Now at least they're mm-hmm. they're getting an idea of just how good they are and how they can truly how good they could truly be when the playoffs get here. Yep, no doubt about it. Sean, once again, tell the folks about Fox 8 Sports, the great programming there, how folks can follow you on social media, how they can check out your podcast, and, of course, your award-winning blog as well. Yeah, my five takes blog on, at the first, oh, excuse me, on fox8live.com and then the uh, Fox 8 Overtime podcast, wherever you get your pods, and our Fox 8 Overtime YouTube channel. And then tonight we have the Fox 8 Overtime show at 1035. On Thursday at 1035 we have the final bet. And then uh, Sunday at 1035, we'll have the final play. And I'm at Sean Vazan, Fox 8, on Twitter. Thank you, my friend. I always appreciate your time. We'll check in with you next week. All right, bud. There he goes, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports, joining us here on the program. Well, a big win for LSU over the weekend, right? Over South Carolina, number 11 in South Carolina. One of the things we're going to talk to um, Mike Scar about in the second hour is, again, uh, Matt McMahon. And, and, again, how his how he has, again, moved this um, – uh, move this program forward after, again, pretty much being dismantled after the Will Wade, uh, again, firing and, and of course, um, uh, the, uh, um, I guess, exodus of, again, his players having to rebuild from scratch. And, of course, uh, you know, again, not the season we thought they would have, but, again, that was a big win against a really good team in South Carolina on their floor. Again, after being 16 down, I watched the game, and I'll tell you what, uh, interesting. They did without Jalen Cook as well, which was huge. Jordan Wright was, again, was big time for them. Uh, again, had 26 points. 
Uh, he's been a nice addition as a fifth-year senior coming over from Vandy. Uh, but, um, again, uh, I had my doubts about McMahon early, but it looks like, again, that slowly but surely, it looks like maybe he's putting this thing together. Uh, be interesting to see, again, uh, what can happen going forward for the future for the Tigers. All right. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you live. If you're looking for a company you can trust, if you, especially if you're in the market for a new air conditioner heating system. They've got a lot of companies out there that want to sell you an air conditioner heating system, and, and again, they'll forget about you. Uh, the service before and after the sale is impeccable. Uh, the, again, the honesty reliability. It's Burkhardt. It's a company I've trusted for 30 years, a company you can trust as well. If you're not getting the type of service you deserve from your air conditioning company, call mine, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. When something's good, a new store, a great restaurant, a sweet new car, everybody starts talking about it. It's happy customers giving good reviews. That's what's been happening to us, and we want to thank all of you for it. In fact, most of our clients come from referrals, from people we helped and turned into big fans. If you've been hurt in a car wreck, demand Dudley DeBosier. Call Dudley DeBosier. Throw your foes up. Throw your foes up. Chad Dudley Baton Rouge, paid Nicholson, LA 2416581. This report is sponsored by Pfizer. COVID-19? I don't want to risk missing work. I booked an appointment for this season's updated COVID-19 shot designed to help protect against recent variants. Learn about a vaccine option and book your COVID-19 shot on SchedulecovidVax.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Well, as we move through Terrytown, Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Whitney Avenue and O'Keefe Ave. Watch out for heavy delays. We have stop-and-go traffic in that area. Also, working with Road Construction, South Claiborne Ave, eastbound between Louisiana Avenue and 3rd Street, reducing the roadway to two lanes. 
Also, making our way 10, going eastbound from 610 Franklin Ave and moving towards Diamond Road. Look out for slow traffic in that area. From the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center, I'm Jones. One of the Lake Charles and Fox 8 Sports for joining us on the program. Second hour, we'll have Christopher Dotson of Clutch Points talking Pels, and we'll finish with Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. By the way, I mentioned that um, Jordan Wright had 26 points. He actually had 14 and 7 on um, Saturday's game against um, South Carolina. The Tigers are now 13 and 12 overall, 5 and 7 in the conference, and uh, the biggest win of the season for, uh, for LSU against South Carolina, 11th ranked uh, in Columbia on Saturday. All right. We'll take a quick pause. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stay tuned for more Inside New Orleans coming up after the break. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studio, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Catch the Three Tailgaters Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Robert Half. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. Robert Half is here to help. Their recruiting professionals use proprietary AI to connect businesses with highly skilled talent. At Robert Half, they know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Well, your Tuesday is looking like another beautiful day all across southeast Louisiana. Temperatures this afternoon under sunny skies will be rising into the upper 60s to low 70s. No rainfall in the forecast for today. Your Wednesday is looking like a pretty nice day as well with some mostly sunny skies, but temperatures will be in the 70s just like on your Thursday. Got a cold front that's going to be rolling through the area either late on Thursday or early on Friday. That's going to bring us about a 20% chance of rainfall and some drier air for the weekend. From the WDSU Weather Center, this is WDSU meteorologist Damon Singleton. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple so you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. 
all plumbing services. 985-809-1270. All Plumbing Services, licensed master plumber number 5327, is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Isis Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
the truth. You can't handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM on your radio dial. So many ways to catch our program. Check us out on the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn Radio app. It's our digital platform. We're on the World Wide Web at ashfm1061.com and also ericasher.com. To join us on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Threads, and also on Instagram. And, of course, the podcast of this program can be found everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, or home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find that pretty easily. We try to get that up for you no later than 30 minutes after the program ends. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, this week and every Thursday uh, with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Uh, a rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night. Uh, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLA-TV 2. Friday night statewide on Pelican Sports Television at 9 p.m. Back on WLAE-TV at 10 p.m. Then uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. This week we feature uh, Richie Mills of uh, WGNO Channel 26 Sports along with Lenny Van Gilder of uh, CrestCitySports.com. I uh, want to bring reasons I'm bringing Lenny on. Lenny knows baseball inside and out. We've, we're starting the college baseball season. Pretty good weekends for, again, LSU Tulane Southeastern and UNO. Uh, Lenny will be able to break it all down for us along with um, – uh, with Richie on again on what we can what expectations we can um, we have for again the teams this year uh, is there a chance for one or more to be in Omaha all that coming up on the program we'll also talk about college basketball as we're getting ready to get jump into March Madness just a couple weeks away uh, conference tournaments etc we'll see again uh, you know with this uh, with this win LSU had over South Carolina on a very tough schedule we talked about this about two weeks ago that this is going to be a murderous row schedule for them on the back end of the 
of, of their schedule. And, of course, again, uh, losing a close one to Florida and then, of course, beating South Carolina. Uh, hopefully, again, uh, Kentucky coming on, on Wednesday. Uh, you know, we'll see them continue, again, their winning ways. Uh, and as I mentioned as we ended the hour, uh, McMahon looks like he's um, he's – really maybe turned a little bit of a corner here uh, very quickly through the transfer portal and through, again, uh, through high school uh, recruiting uh, and putting a, a pretty decent uh, uh, team on the floor. Now, again, uh, we'll see how that compares when, when, you have to, when you have to get into the tournament, okay, and if, if you can make hay here. Uh, my expectations are that there'll be no other, none of our big schools, uh, you know, the big three, Tulane, LSU, or UNO, uh, in the NCAA tournament this year. Uh, but hopefully something that, again, all these teams can build on going forward. And we see college basketball come back, man. You know what I mean? You know, I talk about it all the time. We talk about TV and radio. You know, I can reminisce about, about again, the days of Dale Brown. Uh, you know, again, we could talk, we could talk about, uh, what you know, Tulane uh, in, in, in their heyday. And uh, in, in, uh, also, again, UNO uh, going, to, going uh, to NCAA tournaments. Um, in in the top 25, and and hopefully we'll see that again. You know, hopefully we'll see a turnaround and more of an emphasis on it. Uh, right now, it seems like the emphasis on football and college baseball. I mean, but basketball just college basketball is kind of just uh, faded, and um, uh, it should be easier to fit to, to field a uh, college a winning college basketball team than any of those other sports, based on again the number of players you need. And, of course, now with NIL, uh, the NBA now talking about, again, what they're going to do with the Ignite uh, team, again, which was put in place because of, again, allowing players who didn't want to be one and done to jump into the G League. They may have to may change that. I don't know if you heard the uh, commissioner's uh, press conference over the weekend. I did. Uh, we know, we'll see, again, how that ultimately plays out. Uh, but, uh, again, love to see college basketball come back here in Louisiana, especially in South Louisiana. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a void. Uh, it, it really is. Uh, you know, when you're watching games on a national level and, you, and none of your local teams are even mentioned, uh, you know, as, as, as potential contenders there. So hopefully that will happen. Uh, before we go to, again, we got Christopher Dotson coming up in about four minutes on, on the program. And then, of course, that's going to be followed uh, by Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Uh, I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, uh, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And, look, I've said it before, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're in the market for a generator for your home or business, there's no place else to go with Burkhardt. And Burkhardt, again, they are the experts installing that generator for you. Uh, Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or business, do a, uh, and we'll sit down with you, do a consultation, kind of, again, give let you know all your options when it comes to a Generac generator. Uh, the, the size of your home, how much generator you need, et cetera, where that generator is going to be placed so it can be operated safely, uh, again, um, uh, in, in, um, on your property. And then, of course, you guys uh, sign, sign the agreement papers. You go from there. Do you want to finance that generator over time or you want to pay that money up front? You get a new installed quality check after one month. It means one of their generator team will come out and show you how to operate the system. And at Burkhardt, they do their best to give you a single-day install. They offer you emergency service, maintenance service, have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your Generac generator. And, yes, Generac generator is ready to be installed in your home right now. There's none of this. We're waiting on the generator to come in. They're in stock right now. And then Burkhardt takes care of the whole process for you, planning, permits, inspections. Their dedicated generator team are the best in the business okay increase your property value have that peace of mind of knowing when the power goes out in your neighborhood your power stays on because that generac generator from burkhardt and right now you get a generac generator for less than four bucks a day ladies and gentlemen 
have your first cup of coffee at home. Skip skip the coffee line. Put that money uh, toward, toward a Generac generator, and you never have to worry about your power going out again. You want to find out more? Contact my friends at Burkhart for, uh, for more details. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Uh, and, of course, again, I've said it before, hands down, hands down. And we've made some major investments in our home. Best investment made in our home was a Generac generator from Burkhart. I never worry about the power going out in my neighborhood again. And, and believe me, the power has gone out so much to, to the point that I had to get a generator. Uh, just, you know, so hopefully you don't have that issue in your neighborhood. But if you do, contact my friends at Burkhart. They'll solve that problem for you very simply and quickly. All right. Let's jump into it. Uh, our next guest is Christopher Dotson. He has a great job for, for Clutch Points. Also, again, has a, has a, uh, a, a, a podcast. Um, and, of course, uh, the Pels are now 33-22, and 22, as I mentioned. Technically, again, they're sixth place, but they're tied for fifth with the Suns. The Suns have the 1-0 lead on them on the head-to-head. Uh, there's 27 games left on the schedule, as I mentioned. Uh, they've got their back in action on Thursday in the Smoothie King Center against Houston, then Friday against Miami, and then Sunday against Chicago, and then they're and then they're back on the road. Dyson Daniels out for at least a month, maybe more, with the with the uh, meniscus tear, which was surgically repaired. And uh, to find out more about your New Orleans Pelicans, is Christopher Dotson. Chris, how you doing? Hey, Eric, can't complain. Uh, trying to enjoy this weather while before you know before it gets way too hot. Yeah, so, this is this is this is going to be a beautiful week, man. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, the seventies. This is going to be. Uh, I would say this is um, uh, the Chamber of Commerce type weather. So yeah, enjoy enjoy it while you can, no doubt, because we'll be sweating bullets soon. That's for sure. Hey, Chris, before we get started, tell the folks about everything you're involved in. How folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that. It's just. Uh, at Doing It Dodson, if you go to YouTube, the podcast is called South Coast Swish. Do uh, interviews with local coaches, some national media guys like Bo Estes, who does the top ten calls for NBA.com, and uh, Howard Beck, who was at Bleacher Report, and I think just moved over to the ringer now. But, uh, yeah, just some national voices to uh, come on and answer things about New Orleans basketball and also tell their journey and how they created a life through hoops. Uh, that, so we try and hit both sides there for the podcast. Chris, um, uh, Pell's uh, seven of their last eight before the All-Star break. You recently wrote an article about the big three uh, for the Pell's. Why don't you go ahead and elaborate on that article a bit for us, and then we'll jump into some other things. But, uh, again, I thought it was an interesting article. Tell the folks about it. Yeah, we created a new formula looking at ten different stats. It's very easy to understand. It's the points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals, and then a few of the, the deeper analytic things. But it's still true shooting percentage, net rating, uh, things that help you uh, – Put put more things into the equation that maybe just don't pop or hit the you know the basic stat sheet you know like points, steals, and rebounds. You add all those up, see where the teams rank, made a composite score for them. If you're below 125, you're a title contender. The Pelicans are in the 140, 160 range, and sadly their big three has a negative two net rating, which is one of the lowest for anybody in a playoff spot. The good news though, if you run it down, there's only one other team that's got their big three all scoring more than 19 points a game, and that's the Boston Celtics. So it's a new formula. It's a new kind of way of looking at the big three. It doesn't include, like, supporting cast and all that, which we know what Herb and Trey can do. It's just looking at the big three guys and what they're going to do in the playoffs. Uh, and I think it, it turned out pretty interesting. And if you look at the tiers of the teams, it kind of matches what we've, been, what we've been seeing this season. So the Pelicans are right there on the middle where if they're a pretender contender, they're going to have to show us in the next 27 games. They're one the jury is still out on with this new formula. Um, using a new formula and, and, and based on, again, what we've seen with, again, the, the, the big three, uh, 
um, and, and considering again where the Pels are in terms of again the uh, the the, uh, the the salary cap. I mean, again, I, I think they're they're a top eleven uh, team in terms of the salary cap. Uh, what does that say about the big three uh, right now? I'm sorry, they're top eleven. Okay, so they're eleventh right now. Uh, what does that say about the big three and the future of the big three here in New Orleans if they're just middle of the road in terms of big threes out there? Right, it's something they're going to have to look at in the front office. It does say that this team is built built well organically, that they can have a big three like they have, stay under the tax line and still be competitive, tied for fifth, sixth. You know, that's going to be tough and work itself out over the regular season. But I think it says that at least we have been patient with this team. It's helped them build chemistry so that you're actually going to get a true value out of the sample size. You know, if you've got bad chemistry and guys just aren't playing together, we've seen Harden do that in Houston where it was just your turn, my turn. This big three isn't doing a your turn, my turn thing. Their biggest problem is coming at the free throw line and then in the clutch, you know, the last five minutes. I mean, this team is shooting 50% from free throws. The They're very last in three-pointers made in the last five minutes. That's something this big three is really going to have to work on or – they're going to have to make a decision on CJ and BI. But BI can solve all these problems by just taking two steps back and taking more three pointers per game than long mm-hmm. twos. That literally solves a lot of the issues. It's, we got to we got to wait and see if he'll do it. Well, he's it's interesting. He has been taking more threes than than, than, than usual. And look, from a, from a salary cap standpoint, you got two more years with 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 CJ McCollum. He signed through the 2025-2026 season. You've really got again. Um, you got you got uh, two. We got one. Now, another season next year is is the final year of um, uh, Brandon Ingram's uh, uh, tenure at New Orleans. Thirty six million on, on the books for for that year. So you have to make a decision at some point on, on again. Are you going to continue down the road with this big three, or are you going to blow it up? Yeah, I think the decision really comes with CJ this summer or by the next trade deadline. B.I. is still too young, still got too much of his prime ahead of him, and he's going to want that big money that he can only get in New Orleans. They can offer the fifth year and go a few million more above than what other teams can, can give him. He won't get the full max you know, because he's not going to make the all-NBA team this year. But he could get more in New Orleans sticking around, and then you make a decision on B.I. two or three years after that. But I think the big decision is on CJ first, and then you worry about Brandon Ingram and Zion figuring it out after you get something back for CJ. All right, let's talk about the last 27 games and going to sprint to, again, to the NBA playoffs and trying to stay out of the play-in game this year. Pels, again, on paper, have an opportunity to have a 50-game season, 50-win season, which, again, would be huge for this team. Uh, again, uh, they can win the Southwest Division still, and they can they can end up, again, in the top six if they continue along this route. What are your thoughts on this last 27 games, the strength of the schedule, uh, and, and, of course, again, their possibility of ending up in the top six? Yeah, their schedule is just middle of the road. I think their 14th was remaining scheduled, but you got 14 at home. You're not going to win all 14 because some are against the Milwaukee Bucks and Boston Celtics back-to-back nights. You're going to drop a couple, but you've also got six road games against teams that are in the bottom 10 of the standings. Their lottery teams are going to give up at, you know, by the end of the season. We play the Spurs, so Wimbanyama will probably be shut down. We won't get a one-point scare like we did when we last visited San Antonio. You even got Golden State. They may give it up because we, we play them the last week of the season. That's another – they're not a lottery team. They're still in the mix. But that's another road game that you can win, especially if Curry and them have already had caught in the season. So I really believe that 50 wins is it's, – it's right there. They need 17, and they've got 14 at home and six games against lottery teams on the road. Split those, and, and Willie Green's right there and looking at one of the best seasons ever in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, 
As far as the buyout market, Robinson Earl was signed to that final roster spot. Are they done now? Are they not going to be players in the buyout market? I don't see him being a player in the buyout market. You've already seen, uh, you know, some of the best options sign elsewhere, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, sure. you can still sign Matt Ryan, you know, convert his two-way to a full before uh, yes. the playoffs, and he'd be in the 15th spot. I haven't heard much about Carlo. I don't think you'll see much from Carlo Matkovich coming over. He could still go to Birmingham and get like 10 games, go to summer league, and that then you have to make a decision on him. He would have showed mm-hmm. as much as he can in, in those sorts of settings. It's either come to the NBA, go to the G League, or back to Europe for him. But I don't think he's going to take up that last roster spot. And, yeah, there's just not any options out there that are real appealing to me. Uh, I would be more uh, – uh, I'm not surprised. It would be less unsurprising if you see somebody like Valanchunas get a contract extension the same way Matt Connolly just got a contract extension. Now, you said you'd be surprised if that happened, or you would not be surprised? I would, I would not be surprised if you see yeah, Valanchunas sign – yeah. Yeah. His value's going to be kind of set. He's 32. Conley signed for $11 million. JV's a little mm-hmm. younger, plays a little bit different role, obviously, big man sure. swing. But the value proposition there for those vets, it's going to be right under that MLE line, and I think the mm-hmm. Pelicans want to save that. And the only other way they can get somebody like Valanchunas in for next year is to go ahead and give him an extension now. Which makes sense because, again, um, unless you're going to go in a completely different direction at the center position, based on what he's done, availability, double-double guy almost every single night. Uh, again, maybe kind of a dinosaur in terms of bigs, but, again, guys at the matchup, teams at the matchup with you when, when you have a big like that. To, and, of course, from what I understand, he loves New Orleans and wants to stay here. So with all those factors, I, I don't know how you can't get a deal done. Right. If he's going to, one, he does love the city. He's been out at Mardi Gras even when the team was just coming in for a day or two mm-hmm. and have to go right back out. JV loves the city. And you, you, you call him a dinosaur, but he's still hitting over 30% from three-point range. No, I agree he, with that. He, but, but he is, he is on you. Most bigs are not, are not the throwback big like he is in terms of size. Uh, most are more athletic. And that's what I meant. I didn't mean to, oh, to yeah. interrupt you, though. You got, the, you got the springy guys like Jaron Jackson Jr. Sure. And, you know, huh. the, the young Dwight Howard when he could just yes. jump up. Yeah, he's, JV's not jumping with those guys no. at all. No. But he can be very serviceable in 24, 26 minutes, especially in the playoffs, depending on matchup. Maybe go a little longer. You know he'll give you 38 just strong minutes, and he'll die on that court for you. Yep. There's something to be said for keeping that in the locker room. I agree. And, and look, um, and, and again, availability. The guy plays every night. He plays hurt. Yeah, he, he he doesn't play hurt. He play, He's bruised up. But for right. every bruise he comes in with, he's going <laughs> to leave you with two as, as well. Um, Dyson Daniels, uh, injury, surgery now. Again, uh, four weeks until they reevaluate. What do you think his status will be going toward the end of the season into the playoffs? Uh, again, we, we, we know that uh, Willie Green is probably going to shrink his roster. Does that mean now that Dyson Daniels is probably the odd man out when it comes to that roster shrinkage, or do you expect him to come back and, and regain his role? Obviously, it all depends on how his rehab goes. We're now a week into that, so we've got three weeks before that reevaluation. He could come back, you know, say a week, week and a half after that. They give him another 10 days to ramp up, a little mini preseason, so to speak. He would still have 10 games to, you know, get his playing legs back right. And then it's just up to matchups. I think Willie Green, if he can get Dyson back up to speed, Dyson's going to be very useful in the playoffs. But if he can't, you can't risk a 20-year-old's knee. You can't risk his confidence. You can't risk the potential of what this team can do. If Dyson can't give you 100%, you're going to have to find something from a Najee, uh, Jordan Hawkins, something like that. But I think, mm-hmm. it, you know, if, if the rehab goes right, and I wish him 
well, I've been under the knife myself. I never want to see somebody get a setback. But if he can come back and get his legs underneath him, Dyson could change a playoff series, especially depending on who we get. Yeah. Um, anticipating who's going to take those minutes. Is that going to be Alvarado? Is that going to be Trey Murphy? Is that going to be Jordan Hawkins? Is that going to be Najee Marshall, as you mentioned? Um, who comes in and, and starts to steal some of those minutes? I think coming out of the All-Star break, you have to let Trey Murphy try and get himself you know, back in a rhythm, back in some consistency with a shot. He hadn't quite been the same. He dealt with a knee injury for the first 19 games, sat out for three, kind of been in and out, and it's, it just hasn't been there. You know, When a shot went up last year, everybody expected to go in. This year, we're hoping it goes in. It looks kind of like it used to be, but we're not getting the same, same results. So give him more minutes, let him play himself back in, and then – Jordan Hawkins, he's he's shooting the ball like crazy. We've seen that at the All Star break. Yes. We've seen it at practice. You you kind of got to let him play a little bit and give him just enough that he can play himself into minutes, but he can play himself out of minutes. You, you've got to well, at least give him the opportunity man. to do one or the other. Yeah, I mean that's that's his. He's he needs a year to really learn defense in the NBA and on the defensive end. That's that's where his, his that's where his Achilles heel is. But, no, you're right, pure shooter. I do you want to ask you about Zion Williamson? Seems to be the, the, the best in the best shape that he's been in in a long time, maybe ever in New Orleans. We're seeing him, again, being more active on the defensive end, especially off-the-ball defense in term, terms of blocking shots, rebounding. We've seen him more aggressive, again, going to the going to the basket. Uh, he's become more of a, more of a facilitator. Uh, what does he need to do? to take the next step in the last 27 games? Just keep doing what he's doing. I talked to a few people this year that have said he's being a, the most subdued superstar in the league. If you look at guys who are just averaging 22 points, four rebounds, four assists, there's 29 of them. You bump that up to like four and a half each, and 22 and a half, there's now 13 of them. Zion's on both of those lists, and he's, he's going to be a dark horse candidate for that last uh, All-NBA third team, especially with this record, all these home games all the lottery teams, if he can bump that 22, and he's averaging 22, 5, and 5 right now, if he can just bump up the points a little bit, he's going to get a lot more love from the national media, and you're going you're gonna to hear people say, oh, Zion's back. Oh, well, we, we might owe him an apology. It's been a tough transition for the young man, but he's now living up to his potential. It, it's right there for him. 27 games, the team has finally trusted him to play point Zion, which he has told everybody he loves. That's, his, that's where he wants to be. Team's got him there. He can go out and really lead this team up the charts. I really think they could even get into the four spot. It's going to be tough, but I think they can get there. And if Zion does that and is averaging 26, 6 and 6, there's no way you're leaving him off an all NBA third team. There just won't be that many other players eligible making that kind of impact on the court. Chris, thanks for your time as always. Tell the folks once again how they can follow you on social media, your podcast, where they catch all your written work. Yep, uh, written works over at Clutch Points. Uh, go to Pelicans. I'm pretty much the, uh, the beat writer there. Everything under the Pelicans will be under my name. Uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that. It's doing it. Dodson and over at YouTube, you can watch some of the old interviews with uh, just a bunch of names from either local coaches and all around the NBA. It's called South Coast Swish. Again, that's over on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, Eric. Appreciate you. Always appreciate you, my man. Great job as always. Look forward to having you back on the show soon. Likewise. 
There he goes. Chris Dotson, again, uh, clutch point. Check him out. Hey, folks, don't forget about Dave Mann Insurance. Uh, again, a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies. They serve the entire metropolitan area, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, the River Parishes, where the, uh, where the uh, agency was born. And, of course, they're your one-stop one-stop shop, one-shop stop specialist. I'll get it, uh, when it comes to insurance. An independent insurance agency that can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance needs. Uh, if you're not getting the type of, uh, of service you deserve from your insurance agent, try Dave Mead Insurance, independent insurance agent that looks out for you. Uh, again, um, 504-556-0809 is the phone number. You could set up an appointment for uh, at his office on Veterans uh, next to Shogun. Or, again, check out his one-stop shop, which is his, um, his uh, uh, website. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. That's Dabiet Insurance. Time for an insurance checkup. Maybe, again, you're looking for sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season. Maybe you're a contractor or a business owner uh, that, again, that is looking for an insurance agent that's got their back. Try Dave Mead Insurance. That's 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Mike Scarborough is next. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus a voice for you to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Pfizer. COVID-19? I don't want to risk missing work. I booked an appointment for this season's updated COVID-19 shot designed to help protect against recent variants. Learn about a vaccine option and book your COVID-19 shot on ScheduleCovidVax.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Good evening. Let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we make our way Crescent City Connection going eastbound right there at Terry Parkway, well, look out for an accident blocking the left lane. Also, going 10 eastbound between 610 and moving towards Diamond Road, we have stop-and-go traffic affecting that area. Also, 610 traveling eastbound between Broad and making our way towards Interstate 10 Merge. Look out for stop-and-go delays. With a look at your traffic, I'm Jones from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. For 54 years, privateer student-athletes have proudly worn New Orleans across their chests. Join NOLA's team today. We are your crew. To learn more about New Orleans athletics and how to join our crew, go to UNOPrivateers.com. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6. I want to thank Christopher Dotson for joining us on the program. We now turn our attention to the LSU Tigers and Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, hands down the best site out there when it comes to Tiger athletics. Nobody does it better. Uh, again, the message boards are legendary, but if you haven't been a subscriber to TigerBait in a while, man, you're missing out. But from the YouTube channel, which is absolutely outstanding, uh, to, again, to being uh, on at Friday Night Football every single week, again, looking at all this prospective LSU players with the best cameras out there, to, again, uh, always hearing about your Tigers first when it comes to information. Tigerbait.com is the way to go. If you haven't been a subscriber in a while, give it, give it another try. If you haven't ever, ever been a subscriber, you need to be one if you're a Tiger fan. And, of course, he joins us every week here on the program. Mike, how are you, bud? I'm doing good. Thanks for the nice words. Always, Mike. Tell the folks how they can subscribe. Tell us about the, the YouTube channel. Tell us about, again, all the great things going on at Tigerbait.com. That's it, tigerbait.com. $1 gets you on the site to try us out, our, our one-week trial period. And uh, we cover it all for you. Men's basketball, women's basketball, LSU baseball. Um, of course, spring football starting March 5th. And um, got a full day tomorrow. We got uh, Jay Johnson in the morning. And uh, we got Kim Mulkey at 1 o'clock. And then the men's basketball team, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Kentucky. And uh, coming off a fantastic win. Uh, over South Carolina, and uh, you just, uh, you know, they've had some close losses, but it's it's nice seeing Matt McMahon's team uh, get a nice win like that. Well, I agree with that. That's where I want to go first, too. And you can follow Mike. How can folks follow you on, on, on social media before we move on? Yeah, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter X, and uh, our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait, is absolutely loaded. 
And we, we added a new feature starting last week that's going to air every week. Uh-huh. Uh, myself and Kendall Rogers at D1 Baseball mm. are going to do about a 20-minute uh, LSU-SEC National Baseball segment. And um, that'll typically be on Wednesdays or Thursdays on our Beautiful. YouTube channel for free. Like I tell you folks, blowing up. Got to check it out. Again, remember, TigerBait.com. All right, Mike, let's talk about Mike, Matt McMahon and his Tigers. Again, I, I watched that game on Saturday, going down 16, and then, and then again, working their way back. Jordan Wright was outstanding, but really it was a really team effort. And got me thinking about Matt McMahon from where he came from when he got at LSU to now, uh, through the transfer portal somewhat, through again, through, uh, through high school recruiting. And and again, how quickly this team is has kind of uh, kind of changed. Now, you know the record doesn't really say it, right? But but again, uh, uh, you got to like uh, you got to like the progress you're seeing right now. Thirteen and twelve, five and seven in the conference after last year. Again, uh, you know, just kind of limping along. What are your thoughts on the progress of LSU basketball under Matt McMahon so far? Well, several more SEC wins than I thought they were going to get, and uh, they could have had a few more. They've been uh, very much more competitive. Certainly some of the non-conference losses wouldn't, wouldn't have been there had Jalen Cook been eligible uh, from day one. Um, but, look, he's, he's getting the most out of what he's working with. I think he's proven, even in some of the losses, the loss to Florida last week. Um, I mean, really made some coaching decisions in that game. Um, I mean, you can see that the coaching is there. And, um, you know, so then you you, might, you know immediately start thinking, well, what? What would he do if he, uh, you know, started getting a, a, a bench full of National 100 recruits? Um, and, look, they've had some business from a few. They just need to close on some. You know, in his sport's going to be no different than every other sport at LSU. It's going to get a lot tougher next year when Texas and Oklahoma come into the league. And so it, you just got to keep always doing more and more to keep up with the Joneses because you got more top-flight Joneses coming to, to compete. Now, he's used the transfer portal a lot to be able, again, to get to where he has, and he's kind of had to, again, basically, with, again, with, with all the uh, the, the uh, defections that we saw after Will Wade was was fired. Um, at some point, obviously, you've got to grow this this uh, this program organically, but what, what do you like about what he's done so far? Because it looks like, again, um, he seems to be a, a, a pretty good um, uh, teaching coach. These, the players look like they are getting better at LSU. Yeah, they are, and um, you you can see. I, I mean, there's been times where some people think he's over coaching. Um, I, I just think there's no doubt that he is a very good teacher. Um, I also think he's probably a good good motivator. Although a lot of okay. people will ding him for not being highly charismatic or uh, not flashy, and you know, doesn't throw tantrums and. You know, it, which to me has always been kind of a thing that you, you kind of needed in LSU basketball just because you can get lost in the, in the fog of the success of everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you've got another factor, which is the NIL deal. And, and you know, it, it, is LSU NIL dollars going to make it so that he can compete to get to that next level? Um you know, I, I think the worry is if you're a big Matt McMahon supporter, um, can you see where he's maybe about to get over the hump? But because attendance, actual attendance is so poor that, um, you know, Woodward maybe doesn't 
give them uh, more time, uh, the extra mm-hmm. time. Because um, when you see what the crowds are for women's basketball and gymnastics, um, et cetera, it, it's the men's basketball attendance has got to improve. I think they're going to have a really good crowd tomorrow night, no doubt. Yeah. Now, he, he signed a long-term contract. It's like six, seven years, right? Right, right. But, you know, look, things <laughs> yeah, well, you open up uh, losing a Nichols. It, right. it, had LSU, you know, had a lot more of that uh, along the way um, and some really horrific losses and didn't have the, the nearly half dozen wins they've got right now. Um, you can see where people start saying, well, is it, will Woodward pull the trigger this year or after right. next year? Sure. Um, you know, now it's like I thought next year was a possibility. Now, now with what he's doing and the way they're playing – uh, maybe you, uh, I think a lot more LSU fans are thinking longer term than they were uh, a month ago. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, I, that we're seeing we're seeing um, the, this team develop some. Now, again, the, the question is again, if you're going to live on the transfer portal, you're going to die in the transfer portal as well. Because again, how are you going to be able to continue to be to, to, to again to grow a program if you're relying so much on the transfer portal? Right. Well, it but. <laughs> Not not all your transfer portals are guys with one year eligibility. If you can get guys right. with two or three years eligibility, I, I, I'm not against it. Uh, no, but me, then you so still got to re-recruit those guys every year, just like you have to do with the high school guys. Yeah, uh, but because it, 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 it's no difference than right. You know, remember Trent Johnson was totally against re- um, recruiting the one and done caliber basketball yep. player, yep. and uh, when he said that, uh, I think it was basically his opening presser. I said, well, this is going to be a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he was a waste of time. And Johnny Jones was an even worse waste of time. And so right. um, that's why Will Wade was uh, welcome with open arms because his opening press conference was is he, he was going to go compete against Kentucky for the best of the best. Mm-hmm. No, d- definitely agree. We'll, we'll, we'll see again how that plays out. But, again, uh, that, that was really encouraging uh, what we saw um, – you know, again, against South Carolina on Saturday. Uh, the, the, I thought it was one of the they, – they played some pretty good games this year, but they haven't been able to close. I thought it was it was a really, really, again, a big win yeah, for them. Now, doing it without Jalen Cook, so we'll, – Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see what uh, how that plays out. No doubt. Tigers uh, women are 13th ranked. Uh, they, they beat Texas A&M 81-58. Uh, again, uh, your thoughts on the Lady Tigers? Um, I, I, I just think defensively they're doing so much. I, I loved uh, what they did against Florida two Sundays ago with the in the third period with the uh, the full court press. I mean that that was uh, one of the most dominant quarters of basketball uh, I've seen from from the, the women's team since Mulkey got there. Um, it, that was impressive and, and really lit, lit a fire into their offense as well. So, um, but. I think what's also exciting is the way last year Poe has been playing, and then that's freeing up Haley Van Lift to be everything that everybody thought she would be because she's really a two. Um, I think she took right. some unfair criticism uh, because the hope was that she could play the point, and it's just not her natural position. So if Poe keeps playing the way she is and dishing and taking charges and um, uh, doing what she does defensively, uh, that that bodes well for LSU. 
Got a little glimpse into the LSU baseball team, again, with the opening series over the weekend. Your thoughts? Um, watched all four games, and uh, certainly there's a lot of likes. Certainly if you're uh, uh, Central Arkansas and a few other teams, they probably feel good about themselves, keeping uh, LSU tight and a few of them. Um, but LSU's absolutely talented. I think he's going to be playing with the lineup for, for some time to come. Got a lot of guys that got playing time. Um, to me, though, uh, that uh, short bit of work we saw of Gage jump was awful exciting. That, that, to me, that was the most exciting thing of the whole weekend to me. Um, that, that kid's something special. Um, is this a team? And look, it's so early. I hate to even ask, I really hate to even ask this question. But again, it's it's always Omaha bus when it comes to the LSU baseball program. Um, if they can stay pretty much injury free, is this an Omaha team? Uh, I think it is. You know, the key is to host. If you host, that's that's just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But man, look, look at that LSU baseball schedule. Look at the road games. Right. I mean. I mean, it, it, it's all these top ten matchups uh, with three of the first five. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the schedule is brutal. Um, and likewise for the teams that got to play LSU. But um, there's some awfully good uh, baseball in the SEC, and some people argue that there should be nine teams in the top 25. Mm-hmm. As far as football goes, uh, anything on the recruiting front you'd like to report? No, next uh, recruiting event, uh, event, I believe, is going to be on March 7th, but they're still out there extending offers. And, um, of course, the class of 25 is currently ranked number one. And um, I think the biggest deal right now is to just keep watching Bo Davis and who he's offering and what what he can possibly do to bring in some players to help the 24 team and then rebuild that room for going forward after that. But, uh, it, it sure is something to see uh, the number of defense alignment that uh, we've added to our recruiting database that uh, he's offered since he arrived in Baton Rouge. Because to me, that is the, the absolute weakest link on a football team. And as bad as the corner position has been the last few years, I think the defensive tackle room is even worse. So he's got some work to do. Um, is, is, that, is, he, is he recruiting, was it Gus Cardova from, uh, from Texas? Yeah, uh, we we did a story on that, and um, mm-hmm. then we got uh, a lot of uh, flooded with a lot of uh, replies to those tweets about uh, some issues over there. Okay. Um, how about but, uh, um, how about on the offensive line? I was reading the other day about Micah Debose out of Mobile. Can you talk about offensive linemen? Yeah, uh, that's another one. Uh, Brad Davis. Uh, I know uh, one of the. Uh, Recruiting networks crystal balled him to LSU, and mm-hmm. um, I mean Brad Davis. It's just again astonishing what they're doing with the offensive line. That's a kid that everybody wants, has offers from everybody, and um, it just makes sense. Um, I think for too many years LSU has not recruited uh, Mobile in South Alabama. It, mm-hmm. it is uh, very uh, hard enough. Um, you know, that was always the deal with uh, early Les Miles and Saban. And, um, but ever since Julio Jones and DJ Fluker, they lost out to them. LSU really hadn't recruited that area very hard. And uh, it was always a selling point to, to remind those kids, look, you can get to LSU quicker from Mobile than you can 
from Mobile to Auburn or Mobile to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> and it's probably even closer than Mobile to Florida State, mm-hmm. Tallahassee. You uh, you like what the what they've done in terms of recruiting with with the new staff coming in? I do, I do. Um, I, I guess look, you've got a number one recruiting class in the country currently for twenty five, right? But again, it, th- those are all offensive players. Mm-hmm. Let's see the next uh, the the next six or eight uh, uh, commitments be on the defensive side of the ball, um, especially defensive tackle. And some defensive ends, edge rushers. And how active do you think they'll be in the in the spring transfer portal and, and trying to fill some of those holes? Well, the problem is, um, I know I know there's some people out there and some of my uh, compadres that are right, you know, suggesting that uh, they'll get what they need and they'll be fine. Um, I think there's a lot of wishful thinking. I I, I don't know that there's going to be a ton of stellar. Uh, defensive linemen that are there in May. I think what you, what you can get is someone to try and help you get the do- job done, but you're going to have a mix of guys who got beat out at their respective schools. Mm-hmm. When in reality, I think LSU should have been out looking for two starters in December. And, uh, again, I keep beating that dead horse, but somebody severely dropped the ball at LSU. Um Severely, uh, that that was a major snafu in December. That I think they should have went out and gotten one or two top flight defensive tackles uh, in December, even if they thought Wingo and Mason Smith were coming back. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. Mike, tell us all about the site because this is the kind of stuff you'll get on the site of course again the YouTube channel which is absolutely blowing up and now adding another another program to that channel and of, and of course how folks can subscribe that's it LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait is our YouTube channel tigerbait.com at Scarborough Mike on, on Twitter and we, we we've got it all for you and if you would just highlight some of the stuff that you guys are doing on, on the YouTube channel for us yeah, uh, we've got our live show tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, we're going an hour early. We normally go at 8 o'clock, Buddy Sanji and I. Uh, press conferences, uh, we've got uh, multiple press conferences. We were actually in College Station last night covering that one. Had someone there. Uh, had fantastic video. Uh, we'll be at uh, Jay Johnson in the morning right after he's done. Then we go to uh, Kim Mulkey tomorrow afternoon. And um, Matt McMahon's about to get loaded up from today. So it's, uh, we're averaging, uh, according to our stats, uh, right at three uploads a day. Um, and that's, you know, that's including our live shows and, and new features. And like that one we talked about, Kendall Rogers, Right. Uh, we call it uh, uh, Batter Up. And that, that's our new segment <laughs> that we started last right. week. And it's about 15 to 20 minutes. That's why I tell you, folks, you up shop for everything you need to know about Tulane Athletics is TigerBait.com. Mike, how can folks subscribe? How can they follow you on social media? That's it. Uh, go to TigerBait.com, $1. Try us out for a week. I think you'll enjoy the site. We've got a lot of LSU uh, football recruiting stuff coming your way in the hopper. And, um, again, at Scarborough Mike on uh, Twitter X. Thank you, as always, for your time, Mike. I certainly appreciate it. Look forward to our conversation next week. All right, Eric. Thank you. 
There it goes. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. You're a Tiger fan. Make sure you subscribe and get your information first. Get it right. Get it correct. And the YouTube channel is outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. And now's the time to start thinking about it, right? Uh, Tune-ups are about peace of mind. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. In one year, your heating and air conditioning systems can, can operate for as many as 2,000 hours. Annual precision tune-ups will extend, uh, help extend the life of that system. How? By identifying and preventing uh, problems from turning from small repairs to major breakdowns. It's also going to help optimize your system's efficiency. That's going to mean savings on your energy bill. Who doesn't want that, right? Especially in the dog days of summer. That annual tune-up is going to help maintain your system's warranty. Look, all warranties require regular routine maintenance. Uh, at, at Burkhart, they give you a thorough multi-point inspection that's performed by Nate certified technicians with years of experience. And, and ladies and gentlemen, they go into your home or your business trying to repair your system. It's not one of these deals. They walk in, they give it a glance, and then say, well, you need a new one, okay? Trust is everything. Burkhardt has over 10,000 customers, and referrals were the number one way they grew their business long before, again, I was one of the spokesmen for, for, the, for the, uh, the company. And, of course, again, it rings in my ear still today. And I've said this all over and over again. Again, trust is the foundation of our business. John Burkhardt told me when we first met. You can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price, do the job right, leave your home spotless. It's just what they do. It's how it's done. And at Burkhardt, you can call them anytime. They're, again, they're, the phone is answered 24-7, 365 by a Burkhardt employee that will dispatch one of those nerd certified technicians out to your home or business to get you up and running. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, where, again, they just don't go out and replace. They actually go out and try to fix your system. It's what they do. If you're not getting the type of, uh, again, service that you deserve from your air conditioning, present air conditioning and, uh, and heating company, try mine, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. 
Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. We know life can hit us with the unexpected when losing a loved one. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. You're never alone. Simple direct cremation for only $1,195. That's right, only $1,195 with no hidden charges or fees. Please give us a call at 504-218-5554 or visit our website at NewOrleansCremationService.com. Great service with an exceptional price guarantee. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Shop deals on LG at Lowe's with up to 35% off select major appliances. Plus, save an extra $75 on every $750 you spend on all major appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid through 228. Savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusion supply. See Lowe's.com for more details. Good evening. Let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we make our way Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Terry Parkway and moving towards Camp Street. Well, we had an earlier accident, which is now cleared, but you may still see some delays in that area. Also, Interstate 10, going eastbound between Airline Highway and the 1090 split. Look out for stop-and-go traffic. And you can expect delays if we're moving 10 going eastbound between 610 Franklin Ave and Dalman Road. With a look at your traffic, I'm Jones. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks again to Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Also, again, Christopher Dotson and uh, Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Rumble versus Shaw Baseball season opener with Dave Baudry, Kirk Bollinger, and Ken Trahan. 6.15 pregame, 6.30 uh, first pitch right here on 106.1 FM. I want to thank all the sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. And, of course, click on the icon of your favorite sponsor to take you right to the website. Thanks for your support of our sponsors. Thanks for our sponsor support of our program. Thank you for listening to our show. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. See you tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for another edition of Inside New Orleans. My name is Eric Cash. I have a wonderful evening. From the dog kids to the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. Better know that right.